0: Infinity. 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 Welcome to Beyond Infinity with Piers Cunningham and John Young. John, I thought I'd talk about a new phone that's come my way as a, as a dedicated iPhone user for many years now. I've gone through the original iPhone, which came out in about 2007. I think the first one I got was about 10 years ago, 2010. It might have been called a a 3GS, mm-hmm. that was one of the kind of classic uh, introduced by Steve Jobs in 2007. Had that small feel to it, no uh, keyboard, it kind of-
1: and you can you know it's a touchscreen and it's glass yeah. and all of that. Yeah, thing.
0: and it was a, it was this the idea was it was it was a convergence device because Apple had had the iPod, which was a, a hugely successful product for them and, and really kind of saved their bacon. Apple was in trouble in the late 90s it had been really trounced by cheaper computers that did more that had more software available for them and theirs were expensive and a bit underpowered so they were they were in trouble would have been a great time in, to invest in Apple back in the in the late oh, 90s yes. because uh, you would uh, really have made many many multiples on your money by now so over the years, I started off with one of those iPhones, and then uh, I had a, uh, an iPhone 5S, which I loved, which was quite a, a compact little device. That came out in 2013, and I had that, I think, for about four and a half years before eventually getting myself an iPhone 8 Plus, which was one of those big-sized phones that had a, big, a bigger screen on it. It actually had the same chip as the iPhone X, so I got it in the same year that the X came out, which was late... 2017, the uh, the first of the the phones that didn't have a home button that used that forward facing scanner for Face ID instead of a uh, fingerprint scanner. Which has was it built been that long? it? Yeah, they, they they first came out in 2017. Yeah, right, and yeah. and and then and the chip from them they also included in the in the old style. Uh, Phones that they were still still selling the eight and the eight plus. In my case, I got the old iPhone body, but with the, the the guts, if you like, of of the new iPhone X. So it was it remains quite a fast and good performing smartphone, but it's big and it's heavy it's a bit fragile it's got a it's got a glass back on it so it supports wireless charging but if you smash the back on it i think it's even more expensive to repair than if you smash the front face with the glass and the touchscreen
1: did you put because, a um, did you put a cover a protective case on it? i panel? did put
0: it i did but i i uh, i mean i actually got a crack on it which i haven't bothered repairing but so it's been a good phone and look, i didn't I'm i didn't gonna... think
1: you loved that phone though i thought you might have um i think it was too big initially from our early discussions so you know, did did you like the size overall toward the the last 12 months, for example, or not?
0: Look, I got used to it, and I liked the fact that it had a, a bigger screen. I did like that. You know, I, look, it was a good phone. It was a powerful phone. It had plenty of storage. I got one with t- 250 gig, but I almost I always missed my my 5S, which mm-hmm. was the little one, which was very much a, a phone you could hold in one hand and and send text messages with. So. Basically now, Apple's come out and brought out a, a device called the iPhone 12 Mini, which is very, very close to the size of the iPhone 5 or 5S. So to me, naturally, that was the phone that I was really intrigued to get. And I was, and I think what's been happening with phones, and, and look, I mean, you've got an Oppo phone, which is which is on the big side, and there's reviews on our website. Did a preliminary review a couple of months ago on it, and you've done an in depth one which has just been posted to our website beyondinfinity.com.au. So listeners can check that out and, and get both the first impressions and, and the specifications as well as an in depth review from John about how he's found it to own it over the longer term. Now, I can only talk about the Mini in the short term because I've only had it for about three days. Yeah, right. But I Uh, I'm glad that I got it because I do like a a smaller form phone. So it basically does everything. It has the same chip, same cameras as the iPhone 12. It has an OLED screen, which you've got with your Oppo, which I haven't had. That was something that wasn't in the 8 Plus that I had. So it's everything that the 12 does and actually a lot of similar hardware to the iPhone 12 Pro, which is the top of the line iPhone at the moment, even more expensive than the 12 mini or the 12 so you get everything that the other bigger phones have got pretty much everything but in a smaller one-handed device my early impressions are good are positive i've actually found it really easy to transition from using a home button to using the face id system where you sort of swipe up and you use gestures and swiping to navigate your way, out, your way around between screens and to open things and close things and and use all the functions so what do you mean
1: by the gestures do you not have like a back not like even a a digital button virtual button a back button you have to what slide your thumb up or down or left or right or something is it
0: that's that's right one thing you do find when you're switching from a from a an old iphone with a home button is that if and this is the device is black so if the screen is is out you know it's in sleep mode or whatever it's, it's dormant then you pick up the phone, you don't necessarily know which way is up or down, and there is an up or down. You actually have to light the phone up to see the notch at the top to realize, okay, I've got to hold that the notch basically goes at the top. Because what you do is you swipe from the bottom up. So you lift up the phone. It has a raise to wake function, which is using the accelerometer. Yes. So you pick it up off the table, the screen lights up, it scans your face, and then there's a line across the bottom of the phone, which you just swipe up with your thumb. And that's kind of like pushing the home button. Oh yeah, in a, in, a, in an old Touch ID iPhone. So so as far as actually adapting to to the gestures and the way of, of of running the phone with just swipes and stuff on the front of it, I actually have no problem. That's very intuitive. It makes sense. It's got certain similarities actually to the way that the iphone 8s and models which had a home button work so that's that's not the issue at all the issue for me was whether i wanted a screen that was as small as it was because after having an iphone 8 plus i'd really got used to having quite a big screen so for reading documents or for watching videos it was just bigger you know and you turn it into landscape mode and you've got quite a big screen in your hand but harder to put that in your pocket heavier so, so I, I'm really happy with the small form factor of the iPhone Mini. I must say the video and photo quality is excellent. The sound recording is really good. I went sailing on the weekend in Melbourne with a friend and, and I recorded some, some video while we were sailing and just the sounds of the boat and people moving around on it and talking and stuff. When you listen to it through headphones or even through the built-in speakers, actually, it's, it's really impressive sound quality. So what, what's the this.
1: speakers like? Have you got speakers at the top and bottom for stereo? Yeah, or, is it, or yeah just that's the right.
0: Yeah, No, there's one, there's basically where your ear goes on the phone. So that's the speaker as well as, yeah, as the a ear speaker peaks, where your ears. Yeah, and then there's also speaker and, and microphone at the bottom of the phone as well. So oh, yeah. you do get you get a little bit of stereo separation. Yeah, and very what other ports do you systems. have?
1: Do you just you get your charging port, but also your headphones port for um, your lightning you know, cable
0: uh, jack as well? No, so there's, it's only one jack, which is for charging and that's your lightning jack. Yes. And predictably from Apple in a way, you now don't get an adapter for the power. So you just get a cable, which is a lightning to USB C, which is the format that Apple is adopting for all its devices. If you get a laptop, we talked recently about the MacBook Pros having only USB C ports now. So if you've got any old legacy devices that you want to connect printers and the like, or even monitors htmi you've got to get an adapter for that so the phones they don't come with a power adapter for you've got to use you're either going to buy one separately from apple or you've got to use an old one now apple sells this as a a, aren't we great we're being you know green we're being clean Mm. minded because we're, we're you know we're producing less of these things because they're already out there you can use the same one and so you can use your old cable off your old iPhone because yes. they've been using light lightning the lightning jack has been standard on iPhones for quite a few years now. I think going back as far as the iPhone 5, so that would be at least seven or eight years they've been using that Lightning Jack. So all those phone adapters will work for you. The cables and the and the power adapter that goes into your power socket, they work. However, if you want to do fast chart charging, then you do need a separate power adapter. That's when your USB C cable comes in handy because the the, the fast power char- power chargers they sell accept that USB cable. Yep. As do, as does your 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 newer laptops. So it kind of it, it makes sense. And the other thing about it, apparently they can they can ship seventy percent more devices per pallet without including the bulky charge oh, yeah. adapter. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. really, at the end of the day, a cynic would say this is just about money for Apple. they they're, they're interested in maximising their profits also a lot of people who upgrade do have these these power adapters and these cables from their earlier iPhones which they can continue to use so and there is a kind of an argument in in favor of of doing away with that and, and you
1: mentioned about the charging or the power the fast charging the power capabilities what is the battery like I mean I know you've only had it a short time but are you're finding you're getting a you know a solid day out of it or you're getting a couple of days out of the battery what's, what's that like at the moment
0: yeah that's a good question now because it's a smaller phone the battery life isn't going to be as good as an iphone 8 plus for example or for the bigger one the iphone 12 or the iphone 12 pro now i was sort of told one thing when i when i bought it in the apple store i went into chadston in melbourne on black friday a big Mm -hmm. shopping weekend that's been on in in australia and probably around the world i think it's around the world isn't it mainly Uh, america
1: and and, uh, probably the western countries i would say It's, it's quite big yeah
0: the story is it's actually taking over from uh, the Boxing Day sales that we mm-hmm. have in Australia. It's, it's a biggest shopping event, both online and, and uh, in, in physical stores. So I went out and braved the crowds at at Chadston. There really were a lot of people. The car park was like utter chaos. I gave up trying to park in there and, and parked well outside in a side street and yep. walked in. Hopefully I had your mask um, with you. <laughs> yeah, I had my mask. Everyone was wearing masks, mate it was actually the biggest crowd i've been in for a very long time yeah. it's kind of an un- unusual sensation to be in crowds that big but a lot of stores were observing social distancing in fact pretty much every store that i saw were only letting a limited number pe- number of people in at a time but the thing is you're inside a shopping mall anywhere which is indoors yeah. so while the individual stores within the mall had number restrictions with, with a view to social distancing when you're actually walking through the corridors of chadston and chadston is enormous there weren't those restrictions so you're get a few bottlenecks at the top or the bottom of escalators i mean it's a big space but there are a lot of people there i would say easily fifty thousand people there all right wow Uh, really really massive you know the kinds of crowds you see at christmas time basically yes so anyway i went there they did tell me when i bought the phone because i showed them the old phone i was upgrading from which is the 8 plus and they said oh you'll get better battery life even from the 12 mini than you're getting from your current phone. Now I accepted that on face value, but in my impression is in practice, you'd probably be doing pretty well to get the life out of out of the new iPhone 12 Mini that you did out of a bigger phone like the 8 Plus or indeed the more recent larger phones. Because the Mini is the first small phone that Apple's made. Mm since the fives you know going back seven or eight years Mm -hmm. and i i actually think it will be a huge success for them because i think there's a lot of people who who don't necessarily like the bloat that's continued with phones they've got bigger and bigger and yes the screens are great the functionality is fantastic whether it's face id or fingerprint sensors built under the screen like your oppo yes or you know on the side or the back of the phone all that sort of technology is incredible And, and the camera systems that can be accommodated multiple lenses great flashes Great battery life with a big phone, but it doesn't fit in your pocket as well. You can't use it one-handed. And I like being able to do that. I like to have the phone just easily put in my pocket, lightweight, you know, in jeans, doesn't stick out, doesn't pop out of the top of your pocket too much. It goes in snug and is quite unobtrusive. So I'm a fan of the small size, especially because it does all the other things that the bigger phones do. It has the same new... Silicon, as the other phones in the series. Mm-hmm. It's an A14 Bionic chip with the next generation neural engine. It's got an HDR display, True Tone, which is a technology that adapts the screen brightness and colors to the ambient light conditions. It's got haptic touch, so you kind of push hard, you get a different response if you just push lightly. It's got 2 million to 1 contrast ratio, so as you've talked about with your Oppo, that blacks are truly black, which actually can save battery. So that's where dark mode, if you want to use that, on the phone is good because it's inverting the normal lighting. So instead of black text on a white screen, it's white text on a black screen. And when the pixels on an OLED display are off, they're completely off. So that's you're right. not using. Yeah, there's no power, power to them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Fingerprint resistant, oleophobic coating. They say that the the glass. They're calling it some ceramic type glass. They say it's even tougher than the toughest glass that's been used in previous iPhones dual 12 megapixel camera system ultra wide and wide cameras this applies to the 12 mini and the 12 which is a bigger phone more like your standard size phone which people are used to now mm-hmm. digital zoom up to five times portrait mode which uh, which is where you can use that forward-facing camera to take photos, selfies with portrait mode. On my old 8 Plus, you could only do the portrait mode for photos of other people, not for yourself. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you want to take lots of selfies, that's better. Uh, a wide-angle lens. Wide-angle just allows you to take basically more, a wider view of a, of a room or of, of, a, of a landscape. Burst mode. Video recording, as I said, is I think is excellent. 4K video recording at 24 uh, frames per second or 30 frames or 60 frames per second. HDR video recording with Dolby Vision up to 30 frames per second. You're listening to Beyond Infinity.
1: Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au. Do you have Wi-Fi um, charging on that as well, or capable charging?
0: It's got wireless charging, yes. Yeah. So my old, yeah. I, had an, I had an old pad that I uh, that I bought an Aldi, which I could use with my eight plus. So the eights, as well as the X model that came out a few years ago, 2017, they were the first phones to have that glass back, which which allowed for wireless charging. So the the little hockey puck thing that sits on the table. If I want to, I can charge. Even with a case on, I can charge the 12 Mini as well as the 8 Plus. Mm-hmm. And all the all the models in between actually have that same function. Okay. It's it's sort of – I mean, look, it's handy in a way because you don't have to sort of fumble around and plug the phone in. You can just place it there. But sometimes if you don't place it properly, it won't charge. You've actually got to get it right. And and the sensor, the, the pad that I've got, the charging pad's actually got a, a little blue light um, that, that pulses when it's in the correct position and charging and you'll see a red flashing light underneath it if it's not in the right position you know generally yeah. speaking if you you once you work that out you place it on and it's charging but it's not the be all and end all it's it's kind of convenient but i mean it's not that hard to plug a cable and I, in
1: and i think that's why i'm not really that um that worried about missing out on on the wireless charging for my device one is that i've got the fast charging so i'm pretty much up at 100 percent after 30 minutes of charging it only takes a second really to, to plug it in i know how to find the cable pretty quickly i know where it is just plug it in and i'm done not having to shuffle you know the phone around to find the right spot but look i know that that technology is going to grow in time and so once it gets to the point where it's no matter where you drop the device and put it in it, on the the pad and it connects with your phone it, it's and also gets pretty fast charging as well that that's when i'll be uh pretty, pretty keen for it but i think for, for right now as you say it's not a, you know not a huge thing um and yeah. I, 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 it- I certainly don't miss it from my device
0: no, and you've got a you've got a you've got a device which has got such a good and large battery in it, and you've got an adapter which allows you for which you've you've done in your reviews, which has really fast charging capabilities. I mean, you've said you can get you know fifty percent in ten minutes, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's, it's super really quick. incredible it's like charging. It, so it is incredible. So you you you'd, you'd be lucky to get that out of a out of a uh, a charging pad, I'd imagine at this stage. But you're right. I mean, they are becoming more and more common. I mean, there's even cars which which are coming with charging pads built into the dash, mm. so you can just put your phone down into the Center console and the phone's charging automatically, so it's kind of handy. Just going through some of the comparisons, it's a 5.4 inch that's a diagonal measurement OLED display. It's that all screen, so apart from the notch at the top, the, the whole of the front face is a screen, which works out to be 2340 by 1080 pixel resolution at 476 ppi for the mini and the next one up the 12. 6.1 Is 6.1 inch diagonal, so a, a significantly bigger screen. I did look at both of them when I went to the Apple store and held them both in my hand because that's what I really wanted to do. That's why I wasn't prepared to just buy it online and have it delivered for free, which is what Apple does. I really wanted to just make sure, as far as possible, in a relatively short period of time because they were busy, it was a busy day with sales on, you had to make a booking, and you were only really allocated 15 minutes for the kind of trial or discussion and to make a decision about the phone you got to maximize Um, those sales yeah yeah so so i mean in fact i got longer than that i i managed to drag it out a bit but i think after about 45 minutes they were pretty keen to get rid of me yeah but i held both phones in my hand i tried what i could do with one thumb on the bigger phone on the iphone 12 compared with the iphone mini i went for the mini because just from the memory of how i'd felt how i'd missed the small form factor when i'd switched to a much bigger phone and and the it, i should mention that the the 8 plus that i have been using up until very recently is a lot bigger than the mini in fact the new iphone max the biggest size and biggest phone you can get with all the bells and whistles and the best camera system on board that's actually about the same size as my old phone the twelve, as so the middle model, is actually fifteen percent smaller than the previous equivalent model. Okay. So they've they've downsized it a bit, but the max is still a big phone. Except the difference between it and my eight plus, my old phone, is that instead of having the chin and the forehead on the phone, if you like, you know, the chin had the yes. the home button, the forehead had had a a speaker in it and some sensors and stuff. You've got full. Real, Full estate, real estate, from, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, apart from the notch, it's a decent size notch on these phones. But yeah, you get, you, get a, you do get a bigger screen. So even, even comparing my 5S with the Mini, you're still getting a lot more screen real estate, a lot more screen real estate because it's being maximised because you've got that OLED OLED display spreading right across from edge to edge, apart from the notch. So Mm -hmm. it's a bigger screen. Uh, So far, so good, John. I I think the battery is something you asked me early on, uh, how I feel about the battery performance. I don't think it's going to be as good as the much bigger 8 Plus, which I could really use all day and get down to, say, 50% or or even above 50% after a day's usage because I've been using it a bit more, the new phone, the mini. I'm getting used to the, the technology and stuff. I'm getting through the battery faster, so mm-hmm. I think that yep. that's potentially an issue for someone who was using it a lot. You might find that you you just don't get the battery life that you need to allow for your demands. The jury's still out on that. I, it I might mean, just
1: need the... a break in time as well. I, I tend to find that the battery sort of settles in after a couple of weeks worth of use, and you know, there's uh, I, I'm sure that the, the Apple software has it, but sort of an adaptive battery usage. To, to know where the power should go and how it should be utilised. And I find that it's my battery is kind of now sort of conditioned, if you will. I know when it can be charged up and or when it needs to be charged up to sort of maximise it for the, the day. You'll, you'll come to that too as well.
0: Yeah, and look, as far as official claims from Apple, video playback on the Mini is up to 15 hours. On the 12 is up to 17 hours. Audio playback up to 50 hours on the Mini, 65 hours on the, the standard 12 so, they don't tell you that
1: they don't tell you if they've actually got the screen down to very low brightness, yeah, very right. dim. So you never know it's with in, those.
0: It's in laboratory, ideal laboratory yes. conditions type yeah. thing. Yeah. Now, one thing that they have brought in with this, which is a little bit different, which is new, is this MagSafe. So with the wireless charger that I've got, the little third-party device, I actually bought it at Aldi, pretty cheap, fifteen bucks or something. That's pretty slow to charge it, I should add. It's fine overnight, fine for just topping up your charge. If you're making a cup of coffee or something, just put it on the pad and get a little bit of extra charge into the phone. But it does take its time. It's not fast. There is a new thing called MagSafe they've brought out. So the back of the phone, you've got to pay for these accessories. But it's it's got a magnetic capability, so you can get a fast charging um wireless charger that that apple makes and maybe there'll be third parties that will do this as well but it's magnetic and the phone slots onto it and you can actually wind up i've heard anecdotally you can wind up picking up the wireless charging pad with the phone you go to reach the phone it doesn't come off it's it's magnetized oh, right uh, to this but there's also other accessories you can get so little leather wallets that they sell there's a whole little ecosystem of devices that they're trying to bring in that will use this, this MagSafe functionality. The original MagSafe that Apple did was, a, was quite a clever idea. and They don't do it anymore with their laptops, where if you happen to kick the cable out, so you walked past the laptop that's sitting on the coffee table, the end that went into the laptop was magnetized and it would just release. And so you didn't break anything. Yeah, um, I've been looking yeah. at
1: uh, potentially getting, uh, for years now I've been trying to find where it's like a, I can just plug into the USB-C port on my phone and have the um, sort of the flat pins on that little USB-C uh, adapter and then have a, a plug end that you can connect onto the USB-C cable and that way have a sort of a simulated or effectively a MagSafe-type cable. But I've always been concerned, my major concern is that uh, I'm not going to get the right wattage or power within that little unit and it might short something because it's a third party or I'll I'm, be I'm getting in from China and so I don't want to stuff up my expensive phone from a cheap piece that's, uh, that's not really designed, necessarily designed to, to, to perform in the environment that I would like it in. So... Mm-hmm. I I really do like that system and I, I do wish that that was more of an option on Android phones or even was still an option for Apple products as well.
0: Yeah, it's funny that they discontinued it because it was just a really neat bit of design that they had years ago, you know, with their laptops going back 12 or, or so years ago, even longer. And it just worked beautifully. You just had to nudge the cable and it released really easily and it and, you know, it wouldn't pull the laptop off the coffee table. Whereas they've done away with that. The new laptops just don't have it. So if you walk through your cable by accident, you're going to you're either going to damage the jack. The plug goes in pretty firmly into the laptop. Mm. So if you if you walk past it, you're going to you're going to very likely pull the laptop off the table. So, yeah, something they've done away with, but the name has been preserved. So that is a new feature of this 12 series. Pricing-wise, they are expensive, but if you want a cheap new phone with the latest A14 processor, the 12 mini starts at $1,200 dollars. And then goes up from there depending on the memory size you get so if you get a 64 or 128 or 256 those are the three levels that, that this comes in i went for a 128 i think 64 is just too little to have by the time you've got your basic apps installed the 12 starts at 1349 and then goes up again i think they might have a 512 so half a terabyte of storage on their on their top of the line one there you can pay over i think well over two thousand dollars if you get the top of the line iphone 12 max yes Pro. With,
1: with the big storage
0: so that's just one of the annoying things about iphones you can't swap out your memory you can't add a lot of uh, android phones have got little micro sd card slots which allows you to supplement your memory that's on board no such luxury for apple it is what it is and there's no changing it you can't upgrade the phone otherwise i mean you, if you want more memory you just got to buy a new phone basically yes Yes. Look, form factor, I'm really glad. I wasn't sure. I thought, am I going to regret this? Am I going to find myself squinting at the screen? I actually will say there's a function where you can you can kind of zoom the screen. Like one of your, your settings is to, to have the text a bit bigger. And I've actually done that with the Mini. So that's kind of giving you an idea of the fact that you're looking at a smaller screen, that I need to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. didn't need to do that with my old phone. I do think, though, that this will be a really successful phone for Apple. I think that there's a lot of people who like small... People with small hands or, I don't know, just for for people who just don't want a big thing to lug around in their pocket or oh, in look, their bag. I,
1: look, I picked up my old Pixel 2 the other day, and I just, just it felt good in the hand, that smaller form factor. I mean, it's too old to, to go back now, and I've got more under the hood in my new phone, and I do mm. love the specs of the new phone, but I, no. I'm sort of in that same kind of boat that you were in, where it's just like the phone's just that little bit too big. I've gotten used to the weight. I've got, I have gotten used to the size, and it's when I do pick up the smaller phone that I just go, actually, you know what? That is a better size and it just feels better in the hand. I'm hopeful that future phones can have the same specs that I've got or better, but in a smaller
0: form factor.
1: That'd be my perfect phone, I think.
0: Yeah. Summing up, well, if there's negatives, it's the battery life. The glass on the back of it, I mean, most people are going to put a phone, any phone's going to go in some kind of case. I've got mine in a a little sort of silicon case, which protects it. But if you don't have a case on it, then the back, because it's glass to allow for that while it's charging you are going to find you get a lot of fingerprints on the glass the baseline model only has 64 gig, as we said. That's insufficient storage, so you're going to have to shell out for at least 128. But the benefits of it are that it really is small. It has 5G support. This 12 series is the first iPhones to support 5G, so when that becomes readily available, you've sampled it a bit where you are. I don't I don't have it available here, but I've got pretty good fast 4G anyway. I can get 100 megabits down and 50 up quite often, quite regularly, because I'm close to a tower. 5G, it'll be even better, you know, potentially much faster than that, you know, even, even gigabit per second speed.
1: Yeah, I got 200 uh, down the other day just as an example. So, um, right, that's yeah, good, and, isn't it? Yeah, that was down in town and inside a, in a restaurant, and I tested it and it was 200 down, so I was pretty happy with that.
0: And I guess the other thing that's that's good about it is it does have the same cameras and everything as the iPhone 12. So in terms mm. of the technology and the, and the chipset and, you know, the way the thing works, you're not compromising on having a small mm. phone. So mm-hmm. all those things are good. It really comes down to personal preference. A lot of people have got used to having big phones and using them with two hands. I always liked doing things with one hand. And so, so far, so good with this phone. Battery remains a bit of a question mark, but otherwise I'm pretty pleased with them. Yeah, and I think it's going to be, I think it'll be a really big seller. It wouldn't surprise me if it's actually the, the best selling of, of all the 12s, including the Pro and the Max.